There it is. Alright, there we go. Welcome back, folks, to Double R Lounge Station. As always, I'm your conductor, Ren Throws, followed by the engineer, Rob. I got it right this time. Oh, I thought you were going to call me Susan. I forgot. You forgot? Oh, well. <laughs> I'm going to do it next time now, just because you said something. Uh. Oh, shit. Alright, so... Do you want to just go down the list one one at a time, or do you want to jump around? How do you want to do it this week? Well, um, oh, I, no, I wanted. I, there was something I, I I wanted to open up with actually. I don't know, Did you see the biggest news in games this week? I want to say yes, but I don't think I did. We're gonna get soon. It's available right now. I don't know if it's available right now on Steam, or they're just having it available on pre-order. I didn't really look into it that far. But uh, a big game's coming to PC right now. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, the new KFC dating sim's coming out. Oh my god, I saw that. <laughs> I saw that. When I saw the KFC... I, I, I just... I, I looked at that and was like... I think it's called I Love You, Colonel Sanders. I don't really remember. I just remember seeing that. And I was just like, yeah, why not? I saw that and I was just like... I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing or if this is just like, like is there ever a point where you think like are video games going too far now? Are, are we going too far? No. Because you have to remember Burger King had three games on the Xbox. Oh yeah. And the one, uh, of, those, one of those people yeah. still talk about. This is the one where you play as the Burger King. I mean, I and think you, you play as the Burger King in all three of them, but the one that you sneak around hit, giving people whoppers. Yeah, I, I watched um, The Completionist did that game. He hated that game. I mean, I know it's, it's like the same thing with, like, Pepsi Man. It's like it just exists. And this is the time. Oh, my God. The, oh, God the angry, oh, God, the angry video game nerd video on that was priceless. But yeah, so that's that's the thing that's happening. All right, so, but yes, the Colonel Sanders stands, and she's ah, uh, huh? I can't, I just I can't. What? That you know, I shouldn't be surprised because we have a pigeon dating simulator game, but that's probably better. I've already moved on this topic. <laughs> I'm good. Yeah. So. So Walking Dead season nine. Nine. I will give credit where credit's due. It is better than season eight. I actually like the Whisperers as as the new bad guys. They actually are. They actually go back to dealing with the Walkers because that's what killed seasons eight, seven, and six was the fact that it was all Negan and it was like it's just bad people doing bad things. Well, and then I, I mean, from when I vaguely remember, because I never I never really watched the show past season one is that, like, they did the whole prison sequence pretty quickly, and that was, what, one or two seasons at best? Yeah, like, season, season three and then half of season four. So, like, and that's... Oh, the way the season, that sequence ends is kind of, like, well, with the governor anyway, but, like, that's how long... 
I mean, unless you plan on making him a recurring villain anyway, it's like you kind of have to establish it early in the series. And even then, it's just kind of like you don't want to keep them going for so long because it gets boring. No, and, that's what they did with Negan. Exactly, and they they were under the impression that Negan was popular the entire time. Like, and he's still in the show. Are you still in the show? He's a prisoner now because, uh, like, after the after Rick ended the war with the Saviors, he was like, "No, we're going to keep Negan as a prisoner and use him as an example of, of like, you know, we can come together as a as people and this whole everyone join hands because we can come together." He's like, just kill him. Just kill him. He's a son of a bitch. He's going to go... If he gets out, he's going to do mad bad shit. Just kill him. Just, just... Yeah, inevitably. It's like, come on. It's, it's it's like Batman with the Joker. It's like, just kill him already. Yeah, there, there's you know a, he's going to get out. But there's a Hard Times topic where it's like... Uh, or, or article where it's like... Uh, hospitals are begging Batman to kill people because there's no room left in the hospitals. <laughs> So yeah, I don't know how to respond to that. I mean, there is no way to respond. To it. It's the truth. Like Batman doesn't kill anybody, so the hospitals are filled up with injured folks. Yep. So, and then I did see Rick's fake death because he's going into the movie. He's going to continue Rick's story in the movies. Well, His death wasn't bad. I like how they took him out. I just wish she did the same for Carl, because Carl's death in season, like, in season eight was a bullshit death, and Rick got the good one, so I was like, okay. And we see, and then there's a time skip, and we see Judith at the age of ten, and she's got, like, the hat, Rick's gun, and I'm like, so, and I'm like, alright, so she's gonna be the new, she's gonna be the new Rick Grimes now. She's too young now, but give another two seasons, another time skip happens, watch. Sure. I don't know. Although if they kill her off, I'm gonna be a little pissed. Cause he killed off one character that I actually did like, who was in, who got, was like, and I was like, could have done something with that character. You could have had a good storyline, and you fuck. Damn you, bastards! But no, I guess I, I, I don't want to see season nine's a return to form for The Walking Dead, but it's definitely like the right direction, I want to say, or, like, on the right... You know what I'm trying to say? I know what you're saying. It's just too bad this show is just too depressing to watch. And I can't... And that's fine for some people to watch depressing shows, but for, like, nine seasons of that, I I couldn't... I couldn't... I mean, I'm still doing it somehow. (laughs) I I can barely stand one of the adults because it's just kind of, like... And, I was, and listen, after season three, this the show started going downhill. Yeah, I, and I read the comics for a while, and I, I, I couldn't. I, after a while, I got bored of the comics. But that's also just because I got bored of the comics. And wasn't reading them. I was reading them by volumes instead of issues, and issues were more, uh, con- like, uh, more, had a better release schedule than, uh, the comics, uh, the the volumes, and then the books and the compendiums. But that's just because I I'm remember not... I borrowed one of those volumes from you. I think. Yeah, I think I had the big the big compendium the first. Yeah, one. which the was like the beginning. first. Yeah, because I remember I borrowed that from issues. you. 
or something like that. I don't remember. Something when, like that. I remember I got to the prison before I stopped reading it. Yeah, I think it, it ended that volume, that compendium ended just after the prison. We couldn't. I I, I had a hard time keeping. I had a hard time keeping track of who was who after a while. Yeah. So, but uh, like I said, I, I like the way season nine went. I, I definitely want to see season ten when that comes out. I just don't. I don't want the whispers to be like a four season thing, though. Yeah. Like, well, if the end of like, if they introduce this season, then next season end it with them. Okay, fine. They had a good run. And we don't, and for all we know, Maggie might be off the show permanently. We'll see. Till then, we'll we'll find out, I, I guess, eventually. Or at least you will, I won't, because I'm not really going to pay attention to it. No, I mean, I just wait for it to come on Netflix and just binge it. Anyway. Alright, so, so, I'm going down the Stranger Things rabbit hole. At least you put the rabbit in there, because I would have been very concerned. If it was a Stranger Things hole, why the fuck am I going down there? But, yeah. I'm liking it. It's definitely... I'm not seeing the hype yet that everyone else has for it. But from the friends I have that that I've talked about, they all tell me it's like, get through the first season, and then season two and three is when it really kicks into play. Yeah. So Everything I was told is that season two wasn't good, or at least not as great as it could have been. And also, from everything that I could gather about that show, is that the hype is based around the fact that it's just 80s nostalgia. And that's really Yeah, no, it is. It completely is 80s nostalgia out the ass. It's 80s nostalgia without the 80s... Um, Without any of eighties version of storytelling, the, the problematic issues that eighties stuff had, at least. Yeah, I mean, like, like go. you go, you look back at like a lot of the eighties stuff, and like there are some things that are like, whoa, 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 why did I like this? This wasn't like you, you be like, oh man. I think there are some stuff that do still hold up fairly well. Or at least to the standards that you know you are at least well you know can uh, Terminator Two, but then you look at like um a scene like movies like uh, Revenge of the Nerds, and then you realize there's a rape scene in there, and you didn't really know because it was kind of played off like it wasn't really like a bad thing at the you know like it oh, is a rape scene. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh. You don't acknowledge it because it's not played that way, but there is. Oh, why? How did I? Because you don't really acknowledge it. It doesn't, it's not played off like a, like a fat, bad thing. And that's the thing. That's. How did I not? I mean, no, no, I know. Yeah. Nostalgia is a hell of a drug. Yeah, but even for that, though. Yeah, like, because you don't, because this is the 80s also, and it's not even, like, because the way they they played it off, it was like it was nothing. Because, like, like basically, the scene, do you know the scene I'm referring to? I think so. It's been a while since I've seen it, so I'm trying to replay the movie in my head now. It's, um, I think it was, uh, the scene where 
the one nerd character wears like a Darth Vader mask, and he is kind of hanging out. He ends up somehow with one of the popular girls, and the popular girl thinks he, it's her boyfriend. So they end up like going somewhere private, and they end up having sex, and then he takes off the mask at some point. And oh yeah, out. yeah, 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 yeah! Oh shit. And that's the kind. That's the scene that plays out in that movie, and that's why it's really not that good of a movie. And like, like that kind of thing. Like you forget that specific scene because the rest of the movie is like, haha, this is funny. But then you see that, like that, like kind of scene. Yeah, I completely forgot about that. Or um, there's an I forget the movie, the the movie title, but the guy with um. Johnny Five, the robot that talks and tries, it, it was like a giant robot, I wouldn't say a giant robot, but like a human-sized robot on wheels. They sit there and go, danger, danger, danger. No, that's lost in space. Okay. Although he might have made that joke, I don't know, in the movie, but there was... It's not Spaceballs, is it? No. It's like, it's an 80s movie. I wouldn't know Spaceballs. I know exactly that movie, but it's like a modern-day... Modern at the time, anyway, movie setting where it's like a robot. It was, uh, you know, designed to be like a military bot. And he's like, yeah, I don't want to do that. I want to be like a normal thing or like a normal person or whatever. I don't really know how that narrative went. But there's two movies on it. Uh, the, the robot's name was Johnny Five. And one of the actors was, I don't know if he was supposed to be portrayed as Asian or Indian. But uh, no, Indian. He was supposed to be portrayed as Indian. But he was played by a white actor, <laughs> and he had the you know white colored... cleansing. Sorry, uh huh? Yeah, made a bad joke. Yeah, that yeah. It'll be casted out as a racist now. But uh, it's like there's there's things like in the eighties. No, like... I, I I was trying to make a joke to white. Like, what the fuck's that? Go uh, go go! I'm trying to like. There's just a lot of things in the 80s, and even some of, the, like, the 90s stuff, too. Like, in, everything before the 90s, anyway. Oh, even yeah. modern-day stuff. today, Like, today is still cast out as racist and bad and dumb. What's, uh, what's that thing, um... What's that term where it's, like, they get a white person to play, like, a foreign role, whitewashing or whatever? Yeah, whitewashing. That's what I was trying to make fun of. Where they get... <laughs> Where they usually get Scarlett Johansson to play something that, you know. Oh, Scarlett Johansson playing the major? Yeah. I don't hate that, though, to be honest. Hmm? I didn't hate her playing the major. It's just mostly because, like, they could have done something better with that. Mostly because, like, there's a lot of things they can easily... Uh, was the movie you're thinking of Short Circuit? Yeah, that was the movie. I couldn't think of the name. I I, I had batteries not included in my head for some reason. I think that, that that's what I thought it was called, to be honest, for the longest time. Nah, batteries not included. Had little alien, like little little aliens or something like that, in like this apartment building. And I can't really remember everything after that because the '80s were weird. Oh god, I remember Short Circuit now. Holy shit, this is oh my god, I haven't seen this in. Years. Yeah. But you know what? Since since we're bringing up uh, uh, the, the nostalgia being a heavy drug and whatnot, um, I might as well just jump in on the topic of uh, the oh, whole post, 
Post Malone, oh, oh, Post Malone and Ozzy Osbourne. Okay, you know, I haven't checked out the song yet, because when I saw Post Malone and Ozzy, I was like, it's two completely different genres of music right there. Well, I mean, Nas and, um, what's this, uh, Billy Ray Cyrus doing the old country, old country road or whatever it's called. Oh, uh, yeah. That was, that was another thing, too, I think it was. And, like, I started seeing Facebook posts recently, and, like, everyone's like, ooh, Oh, I don't know why everybody's saying Ozzy. Ozzy has been famous long before uh, frickin', uh Post Malone. I don't know why people are saying Post Malone made Ozzy Osbourne famous. It's like, I, I don't think people understand how old they are. <laughs> like, I, I, I say nostalgia is a hell of a drug because it literally is a hell of a drug. Like, you literally, like, uh, Ozzy Osbourne... When's the last time you heard anything about him in the news? He was sick recently. I, like, I, I don't even remember the last thing I've heard about him on the news. I, because like, the I'm, thing is, it's like, you don't, I, I know he was sick recently, and like, because there's been, because he's had a, a pneumonia and shit, and he's had to cancel a couple of tours, and everyone's kind of kind of getting started, because like, Ozzy's up there in years, and everyone's thinking like, oh shit, is this? Yeah. Because he was out for a while, and his wife wasn't saying anything for a while, so everyone was kind of like, oh, shit. Yeah. Which, I mean, Ozzy himself will tell you how, will tell you, Ozzy himself has said in numerous interviews, I should be six feet under the ground by now with all the drugs I did. Yeah. Like, he he's he no problem man. he's like, yeah, I should be dead by now. I've even made that joke about how, like, a lot of the people that, like a lot of the old bands from like the like the people are like hyped up over still and they like oh man Metallica and Ozzy Osbourne and so on and so forth they're they're amazing and so on and a lot of times I'm like they should have overdosed on drugs by now they should have just been already you know retired at this I, point in time I I I don't know because like because I think if you like if you're just a musician who loves playing you'll never stop playing music. Well, yeah. And I think that's the thing with Metallica. It's like because they don't make albums as much as they used to. Like we get, there's like years in between their albums now. Okay, but the, the point is that like these bands are, you know, like they're not relevant anymore. Like that's why when I say nostalgia is a hell of a drug, I mean it's because like these bands aren't popular. They their stardom has faded essentially. They they have a star still, yeah, but they're not famous anymore. They're not, like, on the lips Taylor of Swift? everybody's mouth. What? Like, Taylor Swift? I mean, Even then, she struggles to remain relevant. Because that's the thing about stardom and popularity, is that it's a constant battle. That's why you see, um, like, YouTube stars who are constantly burning out, or doing things that are, you know, saying things that are because they're not really aware of who they are and and you know what should and shouldn't be said although most of the time it really should be kind of obvious what they should and shouldn't say but the point is that like that's the thing like stardom burns you out and right. or burn, and your star your shine eventually starts to fade and tarnish or whatever because it, unless you keep working at it you're not going to be famous and popular anymore, and somebody, you're gonna, everybody's going to move on to the next thing. I mean, I will say this much. I think the problem is, I think the, the things that a lot of people are trying to forget, too, it's like, 
it's like you said, like, pe- like their stars are set. Like, Metallica, like, they're not, in the, like, should not listen to everyone's mouth. But their star, I mean, they made their mark. And that's the thing I think a lot of people forget. It's like, a lot of the older bands, like, their big mark was back when they came out. Mm-hmm. Not now. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Yeah, that's it. That, that's why I'm saying nostalgia is a hell of a drug, because for their time they were big and famous and now time has moved on and and they're not big and famous anymore so when somebody like post malone comes along and puts their name out again they might be big and famous again and they might put their star you know shine up their star for him for them all right and you know what and guess what they may they're big again they're famous again and saying that they put them on the spot yeah guess what yeah that's honest to god truth because nobody else, like, he, they're not doing it. They're not putting the name out. Like, the last big thing I honestly remember of Ozzy Osbourne was his stupid TV show that he did on MTV. I don't think that was even his idea. I think he wrote into that. He probably did, but you know what? It was, it was a lot better to do that. that it was a lot easier to probably do that than making music. But that's the thing, yeah. like, and even then, like, that's old and over with. That was... I want to say like 15 years ago. I really don't remember when that came out. It might. You know what it I think? It feels it, I like think I was music, that in high school. It, it, the thing with music, it's hard to because it's like, like if you're like like okay like 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 Ozzy Metallica like, like if you're someone who's into metal, those are some of the biggest names in metal. I'm not. We can't deny it. But not everybody just, listens to it. Exactly. That's what I'm saying though. It's just with music though. It all depends on what you listen to because there's. I mean. Trying to think, like they could be pop, they could be popular rappers that I've never heard of. Not saying they're not popular, just I don't listen to that music, so I'm not gonna. Yeah, yep. yeah. That's at least like, you know. At least you get what I'm saying. It's just like we people move on, and like I said, like I said, nostalgia is a hell of a drug. People have moved on from the to the next thing, or people have grown up not knowing its existence. Oh, because yeah. guess what? It's if you're not, if people aren't talking about it, people aren't going to be listening to it. Like I grew up listening to a lot of '80s music that my dad was listening to until eventually I started watching MTV and started listening to that. And this is all throughout the time when I could have been listening to Against Me the entire fucking time when I was in high school because they, they're, you know, their albums were coming out as soon as I started high school. They had music then, and I didn't know about them until almost ten years later. I don't know about against me until you got me into them. Yeah. Which was like right after high school for me. So, like, unless your people are talking about it or they are doing something to keep themselves out in the spotlight, like, and even then they weren't even like I know against me wasn't trying to do it. It's just they happened to make an album that was more on a, a label that was more open to the public. But that's just it. Like, you, you get, nostalgia is a hell of a drug, and oh, people yeah. are very like. I'm, I'm watching the people who are the same age as me saying these things, and I'm just like, "You guys are old. You realize that, right?" We, we are. We are all old, and people do not un- seem to understand that. Oh, yeah. Because you know they're haven't had the midlife crisis yet. Like I'm acknowledging I'm old, but I also acknowledge that things aren't for me. I'm not the target demographic. Oh, yeah. This is I think it's just... I think people just get carried away with shit, too, because it's like... 
Oh my god, people are just because they're freaking. People act like they 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 talk like they want to be adults and then they don't. I mean, this is coming right. from me, the biggest child of all. I know, but it's like um, I remember there's a whole thing like um, only people thought Kanye West is what made it, it made Taylor Swift big, and it's like no, she had some she had bottom albums before Kanye. She just it's, wasn't into the pop feed at that time. I would almost say, especially for, uh, she was relevant, because, I mean, I had, the XI dated was really big into Taylor Swift, but I think especially at the time, it just kind of put a spotlight on her. And it, the timing's weird, because, like, I, cause I think when that happened, she, she started out of country, did really good, here's the thing, I'll, I'll give Taylor Swift credit to be able to, like, jump genres, and still keep going at it and be good. I'll give that not a lot of bands can always pull that off. Yeah. Especially especially when you go from like country to pop. Like those those are two opposite freaking like Well, it's I and I'm not, I don't know officially because I would have to actually look at the music CDs and the, the C D inserts that they have them. But a lot of the times most pop songs aren't really made by the artists themselves. Oh no, they have ghostwriters. They have ghostwriters and just straight up other musicians who make the songs for them and then they just right. give them the part that they can play. And that's oh, just, no, or you just sing anyway, but that's generally what it was. Because, like, um, I'm just trying to remember. I, I had the, just a second ago, my head just just leaked all that information out. But, like, I uh, there was a band that I used to, like, I... I had one of their albums uh, called The Semi-Precious Weapons. It was kind of that weird uh, glam rock kind of style rock music. Like um, Molly Crew, Brat Poison kind of style? Nah, like modern. I can't explain it to you. It's, I'm trying. It was more like, I wouldn't say flamboyant like that, but it was more of like a punker sound to it. Okay. More of a rougher sound, though. Anyway, it was it was really cool. And the the band ended up breaking up at some point after their second album, and oh, that sucks. All right, I, I, I wouldn't say broke up. They went on hiatus. I think that was the, what they actually did. But the point is, like, they. they but the singer went on to do uh, their own thing with uh, writing music for artists and whatnot. They they got and basically, yeah, basically being that ghostwriter kind of person writing music constantly. And that was it. Like, that's that was what they were doing. But I like that, again, nostalgia is a hell of a drug. And oh, yeah. Pre- like, that's good. I'm pretty sure I'm just going to put that as the title of this episode because I said it like 30 fucking times. Nostalgia is a hell of a drug? Yeah. That's it. But yeah, like, we did... That's just it. It's. I mean, I can also move. Speaking of nostalgia, the hell of a drug. We might as well just move on to this topic. Uh, I started playing Final Fantasy VIII again. <laughs> I knew it was gonna be Final Fantasy VIII. I knew it. Final Fantasy VIII. But I'm gonna tell you this. Final Fantasy VIII's actually a good game. I mean, I'm playing it. I'm. I. I lost like an hour of progress. I'm probably not an hour, honestly, considering I could just. I was mostly just cheating in that game. And that's really what my problem is. I, I'm really liking that game more because I'm just putting all like, oh, I can just 
uh, turn the three times the speed. Oh, I can just turn off battles. Oh, I can have the uh, turn on everybody having limit breaks constantly. So I don't have to fuck. I can just tease every single fight. Oh, you just breeze through that game, man. Oh God, listen, I it needs. Sometimes I just I don't want to deal with it. Like that's the biggest problem with JRPGs, especially. It's like I don't want to fucking deal with it. Like if there was just a way to just automatically level up my characters, I would have had everybody at level ninety nine and just been like, hey, I'm looking at you. You should be dead already. But like. I'm playing it. I'm liking it. I, 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 especially knowing what I do know now, like I'm, I'm enjoying it. Like the cutscenes are a little goofy, but I do love. Like I'm like, like Sarah's watching me play, and, and like I'll show her like, yo, like you have to watch this cutscene, and it's like the like the the uh the beach scene early in the game where you have all the boats like it's almost like the Normandy land the beach scene like where all right. the boats are crashing into the land and everybody's just jumping out of the ships it's like that scene in Final Fantasy 8 but it transitions so perfectly well cuz it's like an like the FMV sequence I'm not an FMV is not the it's like the cut scenes and then it transitions so seamlessly because then, like, it, it, it cuts scenes with the boats landing, and then you see the boat opening up, and you see all the character models coming out of the, sh- the boat. And, like, at the t- like, uh, you can clearly tell there are, like, two different things happening. Like, there's, like, you have the, the nice, smooth 3D animations of the, the cutscenes themselves, and then you have the, the pixelated-esque... No, they weren't pix- They're not pixelated in the remaster, but... The style, F, like animation at the time, was like you could see the pixels and the jagged uh, figures of the poly- like all the polygons and whatnot of the, but like it was just so perfectly seamless. Like there was no, uh, there was no like loading screen in between. It didn't oh, like nice. fade to black. It was just a nice. Here's a cutscene, and then oh, you got to move your character now, and all the conversations are happening while you're and you're playing the game again. Watching those cutscenes again, like, yeah, okay, like, okay, you can clearly tell it wasn't really, like, it doesn't look as good as it could be, at least nowadays, but, like, it's, it was such a nice, it's still, like, it's still kind of cool to just watch it happen, and also, like, Fuck, I forgot how confusing the GFs and the magic system works in that game sometimes. I it was weird with I never got that far into Final Fantasy VIII. Like uh, it was the first, a weird one. Like the first like two or three hours of the game is just straight up like two, like it doesn't tell you it's a tutorial, but it, you can clearly it clearly is because it's like oh hey here's um. Here's how to you know deal with your uh, GF system, the the summoning system, which I still think is a pretty cool system. Here's how to deal with um, the magic system, and oh, here's here's how how you acquire magic. Here's how you uh, use your the magic that you acquire and apply it to your stats. Here's how you use it to apply it to your uh, defenses. You can uh, have uh, magic defenses and status defenses by applying all like what the fuck are you doing game? I I I've already figured all this information out and you're still trying to tell me more of it that I already know. 
but it's still a good game. Like I, I'm, I'm still liking it. Like I understand why people were kind of put off with the whole magic system because it is a bit off-putting at times. But it's a good game. And also, uh, also, uh, the Laguna's battle music is still one of, like the best song. I'd have to look at Laguna's shit again. Like, Laguna's battle team. Uh, the, the song title I believe was called "Man with the Machine Gun." Oh yes, yes, yes. I remember it now. That's the best. Like that's still like a really good song. And I, I wish I would love. To, I, I, one day I'll eventually look up the orchestral version of it. Yeah, that is, that is out there. Uh, so what have you been playing? <laughs> Since I'm done, I'm, I've been talking way too long. There you go. Um, so, okay, so I'm doing Darksiders 3 finally, because it was free, and I like the first two games a lot. Yeah. Okay, they definitely took stuff from Dark Souls. Yeah, I, I, I've heard it's, like, a heavily Dark Souls-influenced game. Oh, it, it is. I ain't even gonna deny that shit. I'm not even gonna deny that shit. But it works. I think it's a good combo. I think it's a good, like, match. Like, it's definitely different than the fucking... than the first two games. I ain't gonna deny that. Yeah. But I like... And things it took. You have, I think they're Souls. I, I forget what the, the, the game called. Yeah, I think it was called Souls. I'd have to. I'd have to play the game and find out. But I, know, I think you're right, it's Souls. But it, I mean, it's it's pretty much how they they work the same way like they do on Dark Souls. It's how you buy items. It's how you level up. Although with the game, there's only three things you level up: your health, your damage, and something to do so you can go into your, like your fairy mode and just f shit yeah. out. And that's all you level up. It's just those three things. But you gotta go to the shop and do it at the shop, though. Mm. Okay. So you did that. Number two. If um, you defeat big enemies and die, they stay defeated. Some, some of that was applied in Dark Souls. Yeah. Um, if you open up shortcuts and die, they stay open. Mm. Dark Souls still did that. Yeah. I'm trying to remember everything. What else did they got from Dark Souls? Shit. Um... Uh, if you want to save the game, you have to exit the game and, like, actually... Like, Dark Souls 1, I think, did that. Uh, I mean, they, no, the game's auto-saved constantly, but Dark like, they tell you to exit the game because it's an online game, technically speaking, and they want you to exit the game, but they won't let you if you uh, have somebody invading your game. Uh, well, with Dark Souls, you have to go to options, quick game, and then you see the save symbol pop up as your screen blacks out. So I'm like, yeah. okay, that's Dark Souls right there. Um, I do like the web, though. I like the fact that Fury... Is it Fury? Fury, Fury yeah. yeah. Yeah, she's the girl in the third one. Mm-hmm. I like her story. Not her story. I like the web. I like how is. Now you can use it to, like, if you jump somewhere and you see, like, uh, something hanging down, you can, like, use the whip to, like, get across. Yeah. Which that I did, like... I don't like... The game is different from 1 and 2. I can totally see that. I'm just playing it. But it still feels... But it still has some aspects of the Dark of the Dark Side, or Dark Side series in there where it's like, okay, you, you definitely took from Dark Souls. Yeah... I don't know. I, I, I can kind of get why people hate on it. 
I mean, people also don't like it because it's four horsemen, not three and a girl, and it's like, look up other religions, assholes. She's a girl. The Fury's a girl and some of the other ones. Yeah, I've heard it's a fairly middling game. It's it's all right, not like amazing, but like you know, they could. Yeah, done it. but I kind of feel it's all the Darksider games. Like they're nothing great, but like you, but they're not, but they're worth a playthrough. They're those games that when you play, you're like, that was good. Yeah, I, I was. I'm okay. I'm playing. You know, it, it, it's not like Kingdom Hearts Dream Drop Distance. I hated that game when I was done. Oh, yeah, they just released uh, more King, uh, Kingdom Hearts 3 DLC. I know. I still have to play Kingdom Hearts 3. Okay. I still anyway. play that shit. Anyway, speaking of 3, um, Borderlands 3 comes out this week. I'm... I will one day. I'm in the same boat. I'm, I, I will eventually... It, it's on my list of games. I have yeah. to actually put that on my list of games that I have to get. But it's one of those games that I know down the road is going to eventually be cheap. I know that's what I'm waiting for too. That's what I'm waiting for. Like I, I have, I have, I just realized I have a bunch of games on my list that I know eventually I'm going to get. Which I just, I realized I never added Monster Hunter to my list, but uh, because the expansion just came out on Friday. Your birthday's coming up. Please don't. Fuck you. <laughs> I don't know what I want because I don't. I don't know if I have any. I don't barely have any time to play it. And also, I've been kind of skeptical on console Monster Hunter because, like, I love Monster Hunter World, but also I I liked it better when I was playing it on the Switch, and it was it was Generations Ultimate because I just like being able to pick up and play when I wanted. Oh, you know what to give me for my birthday? Really? Yeah. You know what I want? Yep. It was funny. I was at work. I think I. Or something, and I was like, "Shit, what can I start for my birthday?" And then I'm like, "Oh yeah, Zelda comes out this month. Fuck, I forgot about that. Damn yeah. that." Um, but anyway, I wanted I mentioned I mentioned Borderlands Three because um, I've been following up on the the, the review issues that have been going around. What I was gonna ask about that. What if I haven't I haven't heard anything? But you're more into the gaming. Yeah. News market than I am. Um, I, I'm, I've been trying. We like at, at first, like people were just reporting that oh, it's like security reasons why the Borderlands Three is uh, like certain outlets, certain outlets. But basically, the sum of it is certain outlets aren't getting uh, review copies um, of Borderlands Three or weren't getting the review copies of Borderlands Three because uh, reviews just went up yesterday. Yeah, I think GameSpot had theirs up already. A, a bunch of websites, Polygon as well, a bunch of websites had of the reviews go up. But other outlets didn't get them. And when they asked what was going on, uh, a handful of the outlets were told, most of the outlets were told that uh, for security reasons they they weren't able to get them the review copy. And I... That's not the first time I've heard of that. It seems well. The I mean, I'm not is, gonna say it's not fishy because it definitely is, but at the same time, I was like, I've heard of that before, where like there's a security issue, like. And the the thing is, one of the other outlets that I follow because I listen to their podcast, um, and a couple, I think, 
one other one. I'm not positive now that I'm thinking about it, but uh, the one podcast, uh, Giant Bomb, they were taught. They mentioned it because I was listening to the podcast last night, and they had mentioned that the reason they didn't get it was because of their E3 coverage of Borderlands. And I don't rem- first of all, I don't remember them having any negative coverage of uh, Borderlands itself. I remember them and a number of other outlets, some most of which I think didn't get review copies. Uh, we're all reporting on uh, Randy Pitchford and his antics and bullshit and all that stuff. I know Gamespot got the review copy, IGN got the review copy, Destructoid got a review copy. Yeah, like, like I said, a handful of outlets got it, most of which were all positive, a couple here and there that were all pretty down, you know, negative. And also probably why I'm kind of skeptical about picking up Borderlands 3 is just because it's more of the same. And I'm like, yeah, it's fine. I want more of the same, but also I, I want more. Oh, I I get one too. Like I'm not even like when it goes on sale, I'm gonna pick it up because I do like the, I, the Borderlands games. To me, I like them because I feel like like there's a good there's a story. And it's a good story. That, they're that also it. just kind of easy to just to hop in and just play for an hour. I can put something on YouTube and I'm fine. Yeah, like Borderlands One. Borderlands yeah. One, it has a story, but it wasn't good. It was easily forgettable. Oh God, what was it? But then, like two, you had like really good moments, and honestly, like especially the DLC, like that's like one. One, I think about Borderlands Two. I don't think about the base game. I think about Tiny Tina's. Oh God, I love Tiny Tina's because it it was such. Like, within the game's universe, it, like, worked because it was just basically, you know, Borderlands. They were playing Dungeons and Dragons. But they were playing a version of Dungeons and Dragons. And the overarching narrative was that in Borderlands 2, one of the characters died in the base game. And that game was just basically that character, Tiny Tina... Dealing with it. Dealing with her grief and loss because she was technically a child and didn't really understand... Uh, like she understood both her parents passing away, but she didn't like she, this. That was I think that was when she was still a kid or a baby. Yeah, so she was like no. So like actually experiencing the loss firsthand, it, it was hard. And like that kind of sequence, like I look back on it, it's like okay, you know what? That was actually I'm actually getting a little teary eyed thinking about this whole that whole DLC. Like, it, it was just, like, it had, like, a level of impact that's, like, you know, this series actually has moments where it's actually really good. You know who the best character from Borderlands is? What? Butt Stallion. Well, and Butt, yeah, Butt Stallion was in that DLC. You can actually see Butt Stallion in it. I know! I remember the end of, I remember the end of that DLC. It's like, what? I think you, me, and Anna were playing We're just like, are you serious? Yeah. But like, like, so that's the that was the thing that always about the Borderlands. That was always like, like I said, and I I I know Borderlands Three is gonna be more of the same. I, I'm just like I don't really care I, enough for it. I I'm I'm gonna play it, but it's like I said, I just like them because they're just easy games to hop into. Yeah, you know, they're, they're fun. They're they're fun shooting mechanics. There's fun like you know like they're, they're fun mechanics in the game. It's just. I I know the story. Like it's a lot of the dialogue is a lot of cringy shit. 
a lot of the conversations that are had, like just a lot of that game tends to be, yeah, come on. Uh, oh, like, I mean, this would be what the fifth? Four? Yeah, this is the fifth Borderlands game. Technically, yes. Yeah, I know Tales is kind of weird, but if, if you don't want to count Tales, then it's technically the fourth because it's pre sequel. Yeah. I think even pre sequel is actually pretty good because it didn't actually. Like, I, I remember playing pre-sequel and being like, you know, they took out all the cringy stuff of this game. And it's, like, it's okay. Like, it's not great. It, do, it doesn't stand out. Like, just, they made it less cringy. What about that's, oh, no, that's, that's, that's Tales from the Borderlands I'm thinking of. Hmm? I was going to say, what about that scene with the, with the guys had invisible guns and were shooting each other? But then I'm like, oh, wait, that's, that's, that's Tales that's, I'm thinking of. That's Tales of Borderlands. That's still the best. That's... Honestly, I look at that scene constantly, and I, anytime I see that video, a video of that pop up, I'm like, "This is a really good scene." <laughs> it would, it would, it would be so much better if it was better if it was animated by a different team. Oh god! But it's still a good scene. Yeah, put fucking on. Oh god! Telltale Games did not do a good job animating. Yeah, but then in Telltale's... Yeah. Mm. Anyway, what else do we have on the list? Oh, God. Um. Oh, Banjo-Kazooie. Oh, yeah, I've been fucking with Banjo. I've been acting with Banjo on the Switch. I like Banjo stage. Like, I'm, I'm, do- I'm doing this... I'm, I mean, I know I was going to do it on how Banjo fights, but... I yeah. like the stage. The, the outfits or whatever. I did buy the new outfits. By all the me outfits, don't judge me. My sans? Yes, I did. Mm-hmm. I, fuck. Dude, every time there's an... Every Smash DLC, I buy all the outfits. Yeah. Even if I don't know what the game is, I'll still buy it. Because I want... I'm like, Smash. I want all the characters and all the me... It's Smash. Nintendo has me hooked with Smash. Yep. But... I do like the stage, because as the stage... Because the stage spins around... Yeah, and like if you look at the background, there's ver- they, they they paid attention to detail in the background, which I will give them credit for because they could have not gave a fuck and just put some random shit back there, and no one would have noticed. But yeah, so we'll give them that. And as for Banjo, as no Banjo's fighting style or gameplay, Banjo's a brawler. Yeah, he's a straight up brawler. I really can't figure out combos with him yet. But I'm I, I got my, but I I will look up if I have but I'm gonna I might start looking up stuff to see what I'm not seeing. Um, I like his back beaks. It's a bomb, so it's a good like way to get someone off your ass. And mm-hmm. he's just a he's a brawler, and his, his techniques I'm not going are kind of straightforward. Like there's it doesn't seem to really be like any questioning with him. Like if you're fighting, like if you're fighting a banjo. And you know Banjo, you can kind of know just by looking how the character, by how he moves and what his feet are. You can kind of just know what's gonna come. Yeah, I think that is a downfall. But then again, with Smash, Smash is pure skill. Smash is a skill-based game. I see people fuck up people with Pichu. Yep, and Pichu sucks. All in all, I, I do think that 
Out of the three DLCs, I, I think Banjo is probably the best one so far. Yeah, Banjo is probably the probably the best of the grabs they've had. Yeah. I mean, then again, Terry from Fatal Fury. I mean, that that was a surprise grab. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. And I, I've got my list for the next characters. Let's say they do another five characters for the next patch. Of I got my list already. Dante from Devil May Cry. It's gonna be Sora. I was gonna say Sora's my next guess. Like, I, I, there's a, a list of like the top like ten characters from each like uh, region, and like Sora is like top number one in like two of them, and like two second place in like others. I'm thinking Dante. I'm thinking Sora. I'm think I'm thinking Slide Cooper from the Slide Cooper games. If they really want to, that's nah. They wouldn't do it. I doubt it. I know we wouldn't, but if they did, that'd be fucking damn Nintendo. Um, for fuck's sake, right in from Metal Gear from the Metal Gear Solid series. Well, they could probably do that though. Okay, and why not? Let's grab Scorpion from Mortal Kombat. Nah. Sub-Zero? No, nobody from Mortal Kombat. That's too freaking violent of a series to be in. I mean, it's on the Switch, so I'm not putting it past Nintendo at this yeah, point. So is uh, Diablo 3 and Overwatch and everything else. I don't know. I'm just saying, at this point, I, I'm not... I'm just like, any game that comes to the Switch, I'm like, that could be a Smash character. That could be a yeah. Smash character, for all we know. Yeah. Because, I, I, I mean... I was still surprised with Joker from Persona. Yeah, but then again, it it, it, it kind of works. But also, like, the Persona series isn't really PlayStation exclusive. No. And people still joke around, like, oh, maybe, maybe they'll grab Master Chief. And I'm like... I can't. No, you know who they should grab? Leon from Resident Evil 4. We'll see what happens. Come on, you know you want me up from Resident Evil 4. You want that, I know you no, do. No, no. Really, Mr. How many times have you bought Resident Evil 4? Listen, I want Amaterasu more than that. <laughs> I want Amaterasu more than I want uh, freaking Resident Evil characters. And again, Resident Evil, I mean, it could still work. It's just it doesn't. Because, I mean... What, they put a... They put Chris in, uh, Chris Redfield in the Marvel vs. Capcom, and it works. And also, what else did they put? Um, Jill Valentine, technically. They also put, uh, Wesker and Nemesis. They put four characters in the Marvel vs. Capcom 3, and they work, because, you know, it's a fighting game easily. It's just it's not as it's not as fun as you like. Or, like I mean, Wesker is friggin' OP, but Wesker also has like superpowers, so it doesn't really count. Be I could definitely see Dante though. Yeah, you see Dante because like he's got enough moves, and this is pl- the way well, they could do that. Oh shit, they could do that too. They kind of could, but I don't. Especially even now that Devil May Cry Two is coming out. No, what I'm saying is, you know how Dante always had, like, these, like, Vanguard, Gunslinger, and all that shit, and it would mess, and his, like, combos would be different? Yeah. What I'm saying is, for, like, Smash, what they can do is they can make where you press down, and then you see, like, a little drop box, and there's Gunslinger, 
then you know what I'm saying, and it switches out, and like depending on what you switch, his combos, his combos are different. They yeah. could pull that off. That'd be cool because that would truly make Dante a, a very YouTube. Uh, that was only that was only in three. I think they did another one too. Nah, they kind. Of, I don't think they. At least I don't remember anymore. I just remember three being like it was really a prominent theme theme in the game. Because like in four, they didn't do it really in one and two. At least I don't remember two enough to be able to tell you that. <laughs> don't ask me. I still. You're, you're the last person to you were you played it the most recently. Fuck you. But uh, I remember three did it. Like four, they didn't really do it. Mostly because you didn't play as Dante. Recently, my ass. Like, like 75% of the game. Dude, I played the game seven years ago. I don't remember DMC2 for shit. Yeah. I just remember I didn't like it when I was the. I remember I think I texted you being like, hey, I started DMC2. I don't think it's that bad. Then the next time we hung out, fucking hate this game. Like, I remember doing that. I remember, like, I don't know if I texted you, but I, I remember playing that first being like, oh, it's not that bad. Oh, fuck this game. Just like I thought my number nine. It's not that bad. Fuck this game. Yeah, I played, like, an hour of it and just turned it off. I got to the final boss. And I beat the DLC. Yeah. Well, was there anything else on the list? Um... Uh, hold on, I have to open my phone up. I feel like that uh, was it. Oh, I could have talked about Slime Rancher, but all I was going to say was I beat the game and I'm just doing, I'm just playing it. You mentioned the SNES. Oh yeah, that's right. I was going to do something there instead of the SNES, but I don't really feel like doing it. All right. Because I was just going to be like, hey, you should play Final Fantasy XIV. I just don't want to do that segment right now. Because I haven't even played it. All, I didn't get to play it all week. I've been doing Darksiders, so that's been like... Because like I'm liking the game so far. I want to see where it goes. Oh, well. Alright, let's end it here. Yeah, yeah. Hey, we actually got everything on the list for once. Yeah, more or less. Because most times, folks, we don't even have a list, and if we do have a list, we fucking don't even, like... We're barely follow it. Alright, well... Yeah. Thank you all for listening. As always, folks, remember to watch your step as you leave the station. Get the fuck off my train. And if you smell a funky smell like it's the 70s all over again, sorry about that. I said get the fuck off my train. <laughs> you this <laughs> I hate you.